Yeah. I seduce you with this ass to burn up on the day. Oh, you didn't need more drugs than me. You must be a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? Bonus episode for the end of 2023. Black print in the building. ASF list 2023. J5 here. Josh Pease. Hey, man. Had to do it for y'all. A couple who asked for it. So, yeah. you know, you had to, you know, do a special one. Hey, come on. Got my man Mark out here come in on. Los Angeles. Come PT on. time. Hey, hey, I was. Don't I was, tell his job. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, though, please. Hey, man. I, I got to say, once again, super proud of you being out here, but also super funny because every single episode, you're going to be like somewhere different. Like last episode, you fr- you first got here and you were like, or I think the other side of the room. <laughs> and now you're on the other side of the room. You get more stuff. That's just going to be the funniest thing about you moving out here to me. Last episode, I was on this kitchen island. It was super hollow. I only had a TV on a box. Now the TV, thankfully, is on the wall. Um, there is a bed. There's a couch. So it's getting homely. It's getting homely uh, in in more ways than one. Inside the house, outside in Los Angeles, I'm feeling the I'm feeling the love. I'm yeah. feeling the love. So I appreciate that. Have you had in and out yet? I meant to ask that last week. Yeah, like uh, at least three, at least three, four times already. Oh, for real? Oh, you again? <laughs> no, I, honestly, I, I have in and out damn near like at least twice a month. Easily. Seriously? Easily. It's like right around the corner from my house. Oh yeah, that is right. It's, it's open late. Yeah. It's always a line, but I always pull up. What's blown my mind is every single in and out, no matter if it's the one down the street, five <laughs> minutes from here, ten minutes from here, every single in and out has a fucking line. Yeah. A oh, long yeah. line. Yeah. Even in Burbank, there was a long All the time. line. I'm like, every the, in and out here has a line? The one yeah. in Burbank, I never I've never gone to that one. The one by the AMC? Oh yeah, yeah. That one's always crazy. No, it, there's a line at everyone. Now that I live by one and I could see it as I'm coming home all the time, there's a line every single day. It's crazy all the time. It's crazy. It's really, really ridiculous. And again, like you, I, I, I hate to go on like a a, a tangent here, but there was a big argument about In and Out again. Yeah. And somebody that I that I follow, I retweeted them too. They they said they said something really interesting because it's like the argument is just super tired about In and Out. It's like. If you don't live out here, you don't really like get it. You don't really understand like what it is. But th- somebody tweeted, I'm not here to tell you that it's the greatest food in the world. It's cheap, consistent, and I've eaten it my whole life. So I'm a big fan. If you don't vibe with it, uh, don't go so I can get my animal fries faster. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, I, the people who talk about it aren't from L.A. Yeah. Um, It's just, you know, it's a tired conversation. It's, a, it's one of those Twitter threads. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely over it. But in and out had a big 2024, too. They yeah. expanded. They, I think they opened the first one in maybe Texas? Ohio. Or I thought something. it was Texas. No, no, I think it was past Texas because they've had them in Texas be- before. I think was it Iowa? Iowa. Yeah, it was like Iowa. One in Iowa, and the line was like blocks <laughs> long. People waited eight hours. Because if you think really? about how cheap In and Out is here, yeah, think about how much more cheap it is in, in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, it's about to make a killing. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I can get In and Out franchise. Honestly. Do they do franchises that much? I, 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 aren't I think, they all kind of contained? I forget what it is, but there is a way to open one. I don't know if it's considered a franchise technically or yeah. if you're just like an operator, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm open one. Up. I, I didn't know also because my mom wanted, uh, my mom wanted, we shout were out the, Uber Shout out the Mark's mom. The t- shout out the Mark's mom too. She was out here. I met her. Oh yeah. She's definitely the master. Of my, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We had some really good, we had some really good sushi between myself, Jess, five. We had a good time out there on, what was that Saturday afternoon? I think. Yeah. Saturday. Right oh, before sure. Christmas. One thing that blew my mind was that, well, not really blew my mind, but I was, I was actually pretty interested about that. In and out taking a stand against 
uh, any of these order apps. They're not on DoorDash. They're not on Uber Eats. <laughs> oh, I thought she was about to say a stand against something else. <laughs> I was like, what are you, where is he going with this? Because <laughs> you know, like, in and out is super, like, super Conservative. Christian. Yeah, yeah they're... <laughs> So, yeah, but they're not on any of the apps. You're right. Yeah, yeah, they're taking a stand. <laughs> Are they? They're, 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 they're like, like Chick-fil-A levels of, okay, of Christmas? Next, yes. next time you get an In-N-Out cup, look under the cup. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to see? Big, wow. Big I'm kind of You're going to see a scripture. Yeah. <laughs> no way. This is no what I got. Y'all dead ass? I forget which one it is, but it's, 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 it's definitely some, a scripture. Yeah, there. you'll see a scripture. I don't know if it's different ones every time, but you definitely see a scripture. It's, it's like the Snapple. It's yeah. not, it's not yeah, you got to read up on it now. They got, there's a book recently that just came out about the the family who started it. Yep. Um, really crazy. good book. I haven't read it yet, but I've been hearing a lot about it. They're paid and they're crazy. I mean, I crazy. did not know that. <laughs> I knew he I was about not. to say. Eh. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You know, some people say crazy. Some people say genius. <laughs> Yeah, my in and out order is actually super simple too. I'm not big animal style guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm still kind of warming up to this thing. At first, my first couple of years of trying in and out, the one two times I tried it wasn't impressed. Now that I have an address, I guess I've kind of warmed up to it a bit. But my Aww. thing is super standard. It's kind of like cheeseburger, just cheeseburgers, and that's it. And I've done some double doubles. Double doubles. You can't really do double doubles all the time. That's because you're you what the bubble guts. But yeah, yo. I I can't do anything but a double double. In, but in a double double. Double double animal style, no spread, no pickle. Add chilies, gotta have and add a whole grilled onion. Mustard fry too. Yeah, gotta do the mustard fry. Well, if you get an animal style, that's oh, what it's automatically. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, automatically yeah. mustard fry. But it's just so consistent. Like, yeah. like it's always gonna taste the same, no matter what in and out you go to. You've seen it already, Mark. The the ones that you've gone to taste the same every time. McDonald's, you might get like a, you know, what I'm saying the fries might be lukewarm. Every time you go to In and Out is made direct to order. That's why people go. That's why it's such a it's such a big deal. So you know you're you're you know you're local now, yeah. and you see it. In and Out is In and Out is 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 a staple. And speaking of staples, this is a special episode that we're putting out a little bit early. Don't worry, you're still gonna get the regular episode. We're just giving you guys something, a, a little gift, if you will. Yeah, a little you know, a little some some. Um, a lot of people have been asking for it. Uh, just dropped a list on uh, the 26. Mm-hmm. Ain't shit funny. Uh, 2023 list. Uh, it's crazy, man. Every year I get down to like the once I get to December, I'm like, man, I'm so tired of doing this shit. <laughs> no, um, no, every year never fails. Um, but I think this year was was special um, for reasons that it hasn't been special in the past. Mm. I think this year was just kind of like a, a very much a down year. Um, I, it's funny. I was talking about Patrick Mahomes the other day, and I was like, "He's." I said this at the beginning of the season. He's in a decline year, mm. and I think as a coach, we're in a decline year. And um, you know, in that decline, uh, you know, things are happening, and, and there's things to be thankful for, and things that inspire us. But um, it's not as great as it could be. Um, but there is opportunity in that, as I mentioned in the caption. Um, I think there's, you know, this is a chance for new artists and new people and new creatives and new references to rise up. Um, but yeah, man, you know, ain't shit funny list 2023. People are always like, who, who what makes you the, the person that put out this <laughs> list? And what do you know? And what? I'm tired of this list. No, that's, that's always a feedback. And I, and I hear you. What makes me eligible? <laughs> I feel the same way. I think it's just, I take the initiative to do it. Anyone could do it. I just do it. Um, it's, so it's like you're, it's like, remember we had blogs, we had Zangas and live journals. Like this is kind of, you, you kind of like. You're kind of carrying that over and, and continuing in it, but in a in once a year format, and I think that's why it's interesting. Everybody's vlogging. Yeah, I mean, Everybody's- for me, it's just my, my it fulfills my um 
my dream of being one of those talking heads on one of those VH1. I love the <laughs> 80s shows or something like that. I love the 90s. Because you could go back in the list and it's a time capsule. Yeah, it's a time capsule. On. It's a, it's a, it's my opinion. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that that gets people so like riled up. Um, I think it's a, a comprehensive list of what's going on in the culture and the community. But it absolutely is my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't agree with it, make your own list. There was actually a year where a ton of people copied me and made their own list. Yes, I remember Johnny Shipes and Smokers Club did one. Um, few people did it. I was just it was like one particular year, but yeah. But they don't have the consistency that I have. They didn't do it the following year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Um, but you're also chronicling as the year goes on. Every every year, I'm always like, is he gonna put that on the list? Like I'm like oh, the, yeah. the the crypto year. We talked about crypto a yeah, lot yeah. that year. Yeah. And I was like, of course, it's going to be on the list. But like this year, to me, you had some struggles, some challenges coming up with kind of the the main major points this year. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even say struggles as so much as that. Like I said, this year just wasn't the, the most exciting year. And um, there's just things that I just that just didn't stick with me. Um, and then, you know, I go to my brain trust when I have my like kind of working list and you guys add on and have, you know, perspective and and remind me of things. But. But yeah, I wouldn't even say it's so much of a struggle. It's just that it just wasn't, um, it just wasn't exciting. You know why? No future album. Yeah, you know it's crazy. No future album. But I saw a stat that he was like one of the top five streamed artists this year. Crazy. Off of what song though? I don't know. I mean, a lot of features. Yeah. It had like the the Don Tyler feature with, with, yeah, Je with Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. Yeah. That'll like, help you out. <laughs> like it, he's become so ubiquitous as an artist that like even in an off year he's still being listened. I listen to his future. Like he was he was in my top ten this year. Yeah, he's in my top. Right. He was in, <laughs> he's in my top. I think he's my. I was just yeah. He's my top artist. Yeah, like yeah. It, no no matter where it is, he just got so much music that you're gonna listen to him anyway. But I, I would I would attribute the lack of a future album to the fact that nobody had a wave to ride off of this year. That's what I'll say. Mm. That's my prediction. And also no thug. No thug. I mean I I think for future it's like. He uh, he's he's not a, like every album guy or every year. Every he album. was. Uh, now he's like an every other year guy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's always been an every other year. No, I, I think. Mean, well, well, Mark, you probably got the stats better than me. He's he had dropped their album every year from 2015 on, right? Correct. Let's take a look. If not, he's been involved in in some form of project. Let's take yeah, a look here. DS2. But, he dropped two in one year or three in one year because because he had uh, DS2 Evil and he didn't, he didn't drop anything in 21. That's because he dropped that 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 you know we don't talk about that album. Which one? High off life. He had dropped that, that came in twenty, and then he hit. Yeah, that was, that was during uh, COVID. He did the 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 baby Pluto album. The album that was in Uzi. the fall. That yeah. was in twenty. Yeah, twenty two. He came back. Twenty three. No album. He's like every other year guy. No, it's uh, nineteen. It was Beast Mode, right? 19, 19 was 19 was save me uh 19 was the wizard wizard's actually about to turn five in a couple of weeks Shit. and um yeah that was it and then 18 he has something yeah he's 18 like, he had the 18 he had the album with juice world 18 was the superfly soundtrack yep. 18 was beast mode 2 yeah he, he just started being every other year just started being every and i think it's because he just had so much music but again we're, we're arguing semantics I want to get to the fashion part of the list, and I picked out a couple of talking points that we could talk about, and I just want to get, you know, our opinions on it and what your thought process was going yeah, into it, yeah, yeah. and then to kind of talk about like the culture of like what what happened with this certain you know certain things that happened throughout these points. Supreme NBA YoungBoy collab. We talked about this at length. I, I want to say five, six episodes ago yeah, when yeah. we talked about uh, Tremaine Emery, <laughs> one of our biggest clips. He actually of the made year. the list too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, then the tears of Cotton Reeves. I mean, 
was it begrudging or was it? <laughs> I mean, the shit was polarizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's gonna be a word I'm gonna use a few times this episode. But um, but for the, the Supreme Young Boy collab, I just think it was just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know Supreme has always kind of looked towards rappers of the past to kind of have as their photo tees, and then to do someone who was just such an icon in the moment. Yeah. Um. It was just, it just was a moment to me. I thought it was really dope. I think the way they kind of promoted it out was just the photos of him and his son. And yeah. Photos with him on the floor with the money. That was kind of yeah. like a tie back to the Raekwon shirt. Um, it was just dope, man. I think that was one of my favorite t-shirts of the year. Probably one of the only t-shirts I bought because I'm usually just a white or black T-I. But that was a t-shirt that I actually like actively went out and bought and uh, wore with pride. So I was, I was happy to see that come out. Um, and, you know, was happy to put it on the list this year. Yeah, and to your point of it being kind of like a time capsule, it's them looking forward and not looking back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we had Morrissey on one tee. We had yeah. Rick Rubin on one tee. Andre 3000, you know, was on was on a tee two years ago. I and, still don't know why Morrissey matters, but. I mean, the Smiths. I was listening to the Smiths today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Josh hates Alternative for whichever reason, but he likes Alternative. So I'm lost. This, the Smiths is one of the, the boy, or one of the biggest, like, like bands ever i could say some bullshit the right smiths now smiths were all throughout the killers the, the killer on netflix that was what he was listening to the whole movie oh, that's what he was listening yeah, to. yeah it was the killers oh. the whole movie yeah he needed to switch it up <laughs> they were having, Josh like, said oh, he's not a billy joe armstrong they spent probably because morrissey is a paper gangster they probably spent so much money licensing those songs out for that movie netflix just like gradually like gladly paid it like the the end credits of um of the killer was their 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 biggest song called uh, there's a light that that doesn't go out mm. and it was like the, it's like their biggest song it has like 500 billion streams on, on spotify i was look, i was just listening to it today the killer didn't make my my list for obvious reasons i thought the killer was okay it wasn't yeah. i i could see why i didn't make the list but nba but also supreme in general this year i would say was a turn of corner year for them i i thought the collection this year both of them were really really solid yeah, I was a fan of Supreme this year. I went, I bought a lot of Supreme this year. I was just looking kind of through my closet. I did like a closet clean out the other day. Yeah. Um, from the Letterman jacket to mm-hmm. the, the Timberlands that just dropped, um, the jerseys that dropped this year, the fitted hats. I, I bought a lot of Supreme. Yeah, I, I when I saw the jersey on the fall winter, I was like, oh, these motherfuckers, they they coming, they coming back. Yeah. They, they they coming and let niggas know. I still didn't get the varsity yet, but it it's okay. So I got the Palace Varsity that I really wanted, so mm. like I wasn't really too like tripping about it. But I'm I'll be I'll, I'll spin a block for it a little bit later. Yeah, I feel like I need to size down in my varsity. I got an XL. It feels a little big. Oh, you do? Yeah, you're tall. Nigga, you got but, long arms. I think. I, I but might. you you thought you was buff at that point. I mean, I am. <laughs> but going also <clears throat> within that, another brand that had a, like a turn the corner year, Nike SB. Oh yeah, big year for Nike SB. Somebody asked me like, why SB on the list? But I tripping. mean. You look at just the the output this year. Haritos uh, dunks, born and raised dunks, born and raised dunks. Uh, the Supreme collab, mm-hmm. the Jordan Four, Powerpuff Girl pack. The Jordan Four was a lot of people's sneaker of the year this year, which yeah. I was shocked about. Great shoe. I wish I would have got it. Um, I I like completely slept. I was like, eh, I mean, they're a white and green Jordan Four. I I did not. I had so many opportunities to buy that shoe yeah. before it reached up to four hundred dollars in resale, and I and I never I never bit. Yeah, I mean, the thing for me. How I knew Nike SB, I never, I've, Nike SB was big when I was in high school, mm-hmm. fell off. Um, but this was a year I started, I bought a few pairs. Yeah. And I, you know, I, it's been so long since I've bought a pair, I forgot that you kind of got size up half a size. <laughs> so all my SBs were just super tight on the feet. Yeah. But um, I still rock them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Born and Raised collab, one of my favorite shoes ever. Um, just all the little pieces and things that go with it in the story being told. Yep. Super dope. Um, and then with Sponto's passing, of course, it just made it that more more that more special. Um, so yeah, no, Nike SB had a strong gear. Um, shout out to uh, Bryce Chapnick. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, he was one of the designers there. He actually left this year. Yeah. Um, big fan of him and just, you know, what he brought to the company. What um, else did he design, you know? He designed the thermal one that they had that was like the heat oh, thing. Oh, but you could wipe it and yeah. it, would, it, would, it would change the color. And then there was like a, like a jiu-jitsu collab. That, yeah. that was like his last one that he did. Um, but I know he's a part of like a lot of the stuff that came out this year. That's fire. Yeah. Um, speaking of Born and Raised, a, a big, big year for them. You put on the list uh, yeah. Born and Raised Levi's collab. Huge, huge moment for them just all over. I mean, not only that, but the, the Nike SB, but the Levi collab as well. Yeah. I mean, back to what I said, storytelling. I mm-hmm. think that was one of my favorite photo lookbooks of the year. Yeah. I think just him, uh, Sponto, mixing his um, his Native American heritage and with just the Levi story, which, you know, is, is kind of goes against the Native American yeah. heritage. <laughs> you think about, you know, cowboys and things like that. But he's taking it back. Yeah, just yeah. taking it back. And I think, you know, just the design of it all was super dope. I remember hitting him personally when that came out, like, yo, this shit is fire. And the day it dropped, I, I bought the whole capsule. So um, That's why you're doing a closet clean out now. Yeah, nah, it is, honestly. <laughs> Kept those, though. Um that's a good pair of jeans though the washed ones and the ones with the leather on there i was like oh he he really snapped there so um but again it's 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 blending la culture as it was with things that are everyday i mean nike sb is an everyday thing levi's Mm -hmm. are an everyday thing i mean the rams all of the collabs we had this year everyday things and they managed to kind of be a part of the conversation in a way where it's like okay now if you're from michigan if you're from New Jersey, you know of Born and Raised because they had the biggest shoe of the year. They had yeah. the biggest collabs of the year. And like you said before, in one of our episodes, they've worked with everyone. So it was actually shocking that they hadn't done anything with Nike and, Le- and Levi, and they did it all in one year. Yeah. And then, you know, the NFL collab, they did every team this year. Mm-hmm. That was super dope. Um, you know, I, I just, I like the, I, I was always a fan of what Sponsor was doing with, with Born and Raised, but I think this was the year that they kind of exploded. Yeah. Um, sad just not have him here to kind of experience that and, and relish it at all. But um, I love the way that Alex is carrying on his legacy. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and this is a little bit away from what we were talking about. You also have on this list flash mob retail theft. Oh yeah, <laughs> big year for that. Um, Can you explain? A lot of people probably like kind of scratch their head at like what I that mean, was. It's, but what what was that? Yeah, I mean, if you haven't been paying attention to the news, there was just a point. I think it started maybe in the summer. Yeah, where kids in all different cities. It wasn't just Los Angeles. They were just running into luxury stores and stealing yeah. everything, just <laughs> smashing grabs. <laughs> But just clothing and things. And I, when, you know, as soon as I put this list out, somebody hit me and was like, bro, um, every girl in D.C. got Chanel bag for her birth for, for Christmas <laughs> because of this. And, um, you know, I think that was just, uh, you know, that was a testament to the moment. Um, it was really big in Los Angeles. It was like teams yeah. going out and hitting all the different stores. But, you know, you've seen it in, in New York. You've seen it in Chicago. You've seen it in Philly. Um, so shout you know, the, the kids out there, man, because I think that's a very uh, young Gen Z thing that's going on right now. I mean, taking it back from the corporations and yeah. the capitalists. They need to make a movie about this. I mean, I'm sure somebody working on it. They're closing stores down because of this. Yeah. Like in, in, in SF, they're literally closing down stores. Because they, cause they, they, they got hit so badly? Yeah, they got hit so badly, and it's just like they repeatedly getting hit. Oh, oh so they kept going yeah, back. Yeah, it's like you can't keep anything in stock. 
and the thing is is like the the security there they don't carry guns it's literally just it's just niggas yeah. in black outfits and that's the thing it's like it's a strength in numbers type thing yeah. so it's like you get you know four or five can't get us all ten kids <laughs> yeah they're not you're not getting none of them <laughs> and then it's not and, and the crazy part is it's not just luxury stores it's it's you know nike town I think was one, it of, one of my favorite stories of the year oh man this is all i know la is foolish there's a nike town in watts um it's like one of the only Nike stores over there. It's on the east side. Yeah. Um, it's in Watts, so that's already kind of giving it the edge. Never really been robbed like that before, honestly. <laughs> These kids were, were were hitting it, and it got so bad that the gangsters in the hood was like, yo, we tired of y'all stealing from our neighborhood store. <laughs> we about to be camped out in the parking lot waiting for y'all to yeah. stop y'all. And there was a whole story in the news. They was interviewing some of the dudes from the different hoods. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we're not letting this go down no more. That's funny as hell. So I think, you know, that's just the... The impactfulness of these flash mob retail thefts—they've brought, they've turned these gangsters into like Robin Hood characters, where they're like, "Yo, they're turning into like the um, what do they call it, the neighborhood watch." Yeah, and and I bet you that store never got hit again. No, it hasn't. Um, it hasn't. So yeah, that that had to make my list this year. Um, you know, another like cultural fashion pick this year was um, what was it? Tabby Thief. The Tabby Thief. Yeah, man, that was one of my favorite stories of the year, man. <laughs> Shout out to TikTok too, because TikTok <laughs> can make my year, my list every year. Um, if you guys don't know the story, um, a young woman met a man on Tinder. Yes, um, they went out on a date, had a great date. She invited him back to her her apartment. They're you know vibing, talking. Um, they actually start talking about her fashion and his fashion choices and yada yada yada. They end up having sex. Next morning, she wakes up. He's gone. <laughs> And her tabbies are gone. And if y'all don't know what tabbies are, they're them little like, yeah. ninja foot clan. Ninja foot clan. <laughs> so the the Margella uh, shoes that have like the split down the toe. They, they look like ninja shoes. I got a couple pairs. I bought a couple pairs. <laughs> oh god, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah, I got a like a like a penny loafer pair. So how do like your feet? Up. Do your feet go like this in them? Yeah, I mean you wear socks that properly. Uh, how does that feel with your feet? Your... That would feel so. That was fun. like feel, that feel like thong sandals, like. I mean, yeah, I don't wear thong sandals, but I'm assuming that's how it feels. John Cletas with jeans. I've never wore those before. Um, but yeah, actually, I, I'm I'm a big fan of tabbies. I think those are a cool, innovative shoe. But you go to Japan, them. everyone wears them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Um, but so yeah, it started such a such a, a discourse on TikTok about this guy stealing. The tabbies. What well, was an investigation? Fuck a discourse. Yeah, it was like an investigation. So <laughs> like, who, who this is guy he? is? What did he look? Because he had dated mad other girls off Tinder, did the same things to them. And but I think the, what annoyed me was that it became like this big discourse about men on dating apps. Uh, I missed all that. You yeah, know? I, don't, I missed the, the, the discourses. You weren't looking. I was into the, the investigation. So he stole them. He ended up giving them to his girlfriend. Yeah. Who he had a girlfriend that was on Tinder. That's crazy. This guy's a player. I need to interview him, actually. I need to get him on the show. We need to get him on the show, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he steals them, ends up re-gifting them to his girlfriend. His girlfriend's friend snitches on him. She sees a story going viral. She hits up the girl who got her shoes stolen. She's like, hey, um, I think that's my friend's boyfriend. He actually just gifted her a pair of tabbies. Like, do you have photos of the shoes? Maybe I can show it, like, see. So he gave her the tabbies no box. No box. 
Hey man, you know thrifting, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, I can see how you can wiggle into that one. No box. I thrifted these for you, baby. You know, they hardly worn. Hell no. <laughs> I want any of the men yeah. that listen to this show, or any of the women that listen to this show, to tell me if that's something acceptable and that you're doing. It's, I mean, if you go, if you buy your girl sneakers from a sneaker store, sometimes they don't come with a box. That's cap. They always come with a box. Oh, some shoes. So, so, I think we're in a day and age where upcycled recycled shoes and clothing is acceptable if you might get some shit that just don't like have a box or don't if it's been like worn. from flight club if it's yeah, syndicate, from the syndicate stadium stadium sports right now <laughs> if it's at stadium goods maybe maybe yeah i'm giving my go Here, here's a pair of how much are they like 900 hell no here's a pair of Here's a pair of nine hundred fifty dollars. Uh, thousand plus tax. You don't think she like? Damn, you know how we we wear some shit. They got the black thing and the on the sole. They, they don't have them on them. Well, this is my thing. It's like we in a day and age in fashion where it's like thrifting is it. So you have stores like Second Street, yeah, and you know uh, Buffalo Exchange. They don't, you know, but Wasteland. These kind of stores that have Luke's in in New York. Yeah, they sell. Thrifted clothing, no box, lightly, lightly worn. Just that's the, that's the in fashion. That's the thing. That's what all these people do. All these fashion motherfuckers that be posting fits every day. <laughs> they buy something once, wear it, and sell it. My question is: Do you think he was prowling for girls to have sex with that had the exact shoe size of his girlfriend? Nah, I'm gonna tell you what it was. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you exactly what it was. He fucked the bitch. Yeah, felt guilty. I was like, I got to go back home with a gift. <laughs> I got to nice. go back home with a gift. I feel guilty for doing this to my girl. I need a gift. He and said, I think that was, that's what it was. Those are nice. He looked over all the Nikes, took the tabbies, Crazy and man. walked out the fucking door. Wild part is, she said, like, during the course of the night, they, like, talked about the shoes. Like, he, like, picked them up and was looking at them. So, I, but also, I mean, shame on this girl for her having a one-night stand and, and not watching the nigga. <laughs> Alright, that's some bold move to have a one night stand. Fell asleep. Fell yeah. asleep comfortable. Like, she was comfortable. Uh, fashion nigga got her. You see, he hit her with the that's your bricks right there? Oh man. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> it took her shit. Whether you're just discovering your voice or taking your show to the next level, you know what the world needs to hear. All you have to do is say it. With Spotify, set up your podcast. Your food podcast. Your mindfulness podcast. Your never thought you'd get this far podcast and watch those sparks fly. I put a picture of the Drop the episode anywhere people listen and find out who they're cooking with, where they're finding inner balance, and why they love your show. <laughs> You're already a creator. Now you can create, connect, and get paid for your passion with one single free tool. Spotify for podcasters. Talk where the world listens. Uh, next um, up on the fashion part. Fashion part was very robust this year. Yeah, Shout fashion was super robust. I think uh, one thing that I did want to get to um, was just the, the term quiet luxury. Mm. I think that was a big term this year, um, thanks to secession. Um, yeah. If you don't know, you're not familiar. It's um, showing off your, your your luxury style in a quiet and calm way yeah wearing amazon yeah cardigans or not even just amazon cardigans but just brands that aren't that brands are logoless i think we we're in a time where there's a lot of logos and things now yeah. it's like the cashmere 
Margella. Or like, remember that meme that was big where it was like the um, he's like the guy in the corner. He's like, I'm standing in the corner. Oh, these people don't know I got a Margella shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, like the little dots in the back. And like, like, look at this fucking loser in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that. That's quiet luxury, and I think that's the thing that that was big this year. Um, I, I added to my list just because like I see a lot of it. I think I'm even a proponent of it, where it's like I'm not trying to wear the loudest shit, but. You Josh, know, I got that shit on. You're loud. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, Josh, you're, nah, you're far from loud. Like, or, even like, the, from quiet. like, I'm just saying, like, when I got my little, my Margella tabbies on, my little penny loafers <laughs> with my, my Levi's and a little sweater. Josh feet be doing this, y'all. Hey. What kind of man? <laughs> Real man. Hey, but, he, but, but, but he did say majority of his closet is white tees and black tees. Are, are you gatekeeping the white tees and black tee uh, brand? I heard there's good brand. I, yeah, I'm going to give I'm away. Not, I am gatekeeping, uh, actually. I'll tell you, if, if you hit, reach out to me, if you listen to this episode and you're like, I want to know what's the best t-shirt brand, I'll let you know. But I'm well, definitely I mean, not I, 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 I've heard so, so, so if anybody's looking for good white tees or black tees, that Target actually has... Mm. The solid white tees and black tees, damn near designer is what my brother told me. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen them yet. I know my spot got them. I I know, (laughs) I know my white tee is good because I was just wearing one out one day, and someone asked me like, "Yo, what t-shirt is this? This shit is nice." (laughs) This nigga Josh going to cost. Oh man! Last thing on fashion, we got it. We we, we spent yeah. a lot of time. Uh, who declares war? Who declare or who decides? Who decides war? war sorry. Uh, who decides war? I added them. This is the second year, two times. Oh yeah, um, it is. Yeah, last year we it's talked funny. About Quietly, one of my favorite brands. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I, I buy a lot of shit on the low. Um, shout out to um, uh, Ev and his whole family. I think they're doing an amazing thing, and, and, and they just took over what Amiri was doing in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we all saw that last year, but I think this year was just like stamping them even more. Um, Rough Riders collab, Dipset yeah. collab, uh, ESTG collab. Um, you know, they just were doing it. And, and I think it's something, you know, the window pane shit they were doing is just super yeah. dope. They got some sweats that just dropped. that had the same thing. They had these cargo pants that dropped this year that were really dope. It's one of my favorite brands quietly. Um, so I had to add them to the list. I'm excited to see what they do in 2024. Maybe they'll be a three-time, uh, three-peat winner. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man, that was that was it. Shout out to them. Next up, we're gonna go to the music part of the list. Mm. Uh, and first up, we I would be remiss to not bring this up on the music part because he had so much of the conversation this year, whether good or bad, you know, hyped or unhyped. Elliot Wilson for sure had a banner 2023. Absolutely. Um, like I said earlier, polarizing. Yeah. Polarizing year, man. I think. Um, you know, just from his his tweets to to his interviews and and just everything in between, um, he really impacted the culture. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of um, crazy to say made a name for himself. Elliot Wilson's been someone who I've been reading and following since I was in middle school. Absolutely, but I think you know, just as media progresses and Twitch streamers and podcasts and all these things start to come to the forefront, um, his name was just kind of buried behind a lot yeah. of these. Um, but I think this was the year he kind of came back and was like, Hey, like I'm here for I'm still a reason here. And, and I still do good work. And, and I think, you know, a lot of the conversation around his, 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 him was just a lot of his gripes, what was going on currently, but, um, they're all legit gripes. And I was going to say that I, I think in a world where writing and actual journalism is a lot less important, mm-hmm. he was able to still do the same thing. He, this is the same thing he roughly did in the double XL opening editor's yeah, notes. Yep. It's the same shit he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He's just doing it in a, in a sense where it's like people are just a lot more sensitive to that type of criticism. I'm like, the hip-hop journalism thing, it's like, yeah, yeah, we, we should be having that conversation. And he's still sparking the conversation 
And he's still taking the arrows and bullets for being the one to say it. Oh, not yeah. a lot of people will say it. He's taking the arrows for sure. His yeah. back is filled with arrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki um. <laughs> Minaj arrow is like. <laughs> Man, somebody even responded to the tweet like they was going in. I can't even repeat what they said. <laughs> shit, you know how Twitter like blocks and shit. It's like yeah. this might be <laughs> <laughs> blocked what the person said. I was like, damn. But, it, but it's like. It's 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 necessary, and he's a necessary voice. Yeah. And, and there's very few voices like that that we will actually listen to today, especially somebody that you know has been around. He's been around the game over yeah. two decades. No, you hit the nail on the head. He's an OG, and I think you know he's someone that we need to always listen to and pay attention to. And you know, I think you know, he's. He, it's funny because he was one of those guys who was like campaigning for the list before it came out. Like he hit yeah. me up like, "Yo." Uh, my interview with Tyler got to make the list. And I was like, damn, it's strong contender. That was a great interview. I loved yeah. it. Um, and that started a lot of conversations just from stuff Tyler was saying yeah. and things that implemented the culture. But um, but as I took a step back and just looked at the landscape of music and culture and the list, yeah. I was like, nah, nigga, you need to make the list yeah, <laughs> as an individual. So. Hey, one million. Yeah, yeah. So one million. Hey. Just po- one million. Hey, man. I know Twitter <laughs> checks is looking nice. Exactly. One um, million. Hey, hey, the Twitter checks, how much is it, Elliot? Is it $30 or 30 cents? Let us know. Eh. Let us know. But congrats to Elliot Wilson for, yeah, for shout being on the him. list. Uh, next up, uh, I mean, let's lead, let's lead into something else from that podcast beef because he was oh, yeah. involved in podcast beef this year. Yeah. But just in general, podcast beef was a thing this year. I put it in the music section because it kind of – yeah, you know, a it lot of hand it, hand. Yeah, it goes hand in hand. It was all over it. the place, though. It was. It was. Music, culture, um, you know – it's the usual suspects of like the Joe Buttons and yes. the Rory Mall, and then you got like the Adam Twenty Two and the No the Jumper, fig and and the Back on Fig, yeah. and it was just a lot of podcast beats, man. And just like as someone who listens to podcasts, I was like, damn. Now I'm like. I'm in, I'm invested in these beefs, and, it, and the the beefs be like deep lore, like the ones you just mentioned with uh, T Rel and Adam Twenty Two. It's like people going back to clips from back in yeah. the day. When I'm just like, this is like incredibly deep lore that I didn't even know about. It, yeah, exactly. Things I didn't know about, things I didn't want to know about, <laughs> um, and it, it brought me to like that's why I made my list. This is one of those things I hope stays in 2023, mm-hmm. and also one of the things that. It's probably stopped me from listening to a lot of these like cultural podcasts. I think they've so many of them are just based around the beef. Yeah, that's like okay, I just don't give a fuck about this. Like I'd rather watch reality TV or watch a soap opera. That's what they feel like to me. Yeah, they feel like soap opera reality TV. The next step is podcast beef. So I mean, the the biggest podcast beef, if you could beef with a podcast, uh, actually a spinoff of the Elliot Wilson stuff because Joe Budden gets in, involved in it, and then Drake. The Joe oh, yeah. Budden Drake beef. Yeah, the Joe Budden Drake beef. Yeah. It made the album. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad it was. It's crazy. It's just like, yeah, I, this shit's just interesting to me, man. I, it's shit that I really don't give a damn about. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm just thrown into and listening to just because like it's it's during my commute. Yeah. I can't turn it off fast enough. Um, But yeah, man, I hope that's something that's just left in 2023. Absolutely. Um, and Speaking of Drake, speaking mm-hmm. of For All the Dogs, that also made it to on the list. But yep. bigger than that, J. Cole guest versus. Oh, yeah. I became a J. Cole fan this year. Yeah. He's always been my favorite rapper um, since he wore my Prince jersey. Shout out to J. Cole. (laughs) Um, Off the verses. Hey, first person shooter. Can't deny it. Yep. All my life. Wasn't a big fan of the song. J. Cole verse. Amazing. Amazing. Really, really good. Yep. Nicki Minaj album. Killed it. Great verse. Probably one of my favorite verses of the year. I can't. You can't deny the guy this year. Mm-hmm. I I I feel like every every song he touched. I mean, the Lil Yachty song. Yes, the recipe. Uh, also crazy. Like it, yep. he he everything he touched was gold. And also he reached 
he reached across to a lot of different you know people that you normally wouldn't hear him uh rap with and yeah. i thought that was that was really dope yeah no nah, one of my favorite verses from this this year was um audio hug for mm-hmm. Supper walker it was like an intro to her her yeah. ep that came out this year <clears throat> beautiful verse like damn near brings me to tears when i listen to it sometimes mm-hmm. um really made that album so much greater than it was and um yeah, I think he just popped up in a lot of places that you wouldn't expect him to. Right. The Yachty verse, the the the, uh, the Dirk verse, yeah. um, even the other Drake song he has on the on the project. What's that song uh, called? Evil Ways. Evil Ways. Mm-hmm. Great guest verse. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man. No, Cole had him a hell of a year. I think um, it you know it's turned people into fans, and I'm that more more excited for his project to come out this year. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 gonna be there day one. Usually mm-hmm. I'd be like, eh, but now like he's he's really killing it, and I think. Maybe it's just because he's, he's he's rapping on songs that are more my cadence, B-wise. Mm. I think that's really what it was. But huge fan of him this year, and I, I'm looking forward to the album. But I think from there, there was a, a strange kind of conversation to be had. Not a strange conversation, but like a big conversation we had about the state of music this year. Like, it's, a, it's in a strange place creatively. We talked about it on the show before. Mm-hmm. You kind of you kind of see it on the list this year as well. Like, very few really big musical genre shifting things that are on the list. Yeah, no, I think music, you know, we, we talk about this a lot, and it's it's just not, that that generation of the past is, is getting older. You yeah. Know, the Drakes, the Kendricks, the, uh, the Futures, the Coles, and that generation behind it, um, it just has, no one's raised their hand and said, I'm the best rapper. Right. No one's raised their hand and said, I'm the best musician. Um, and, you know, it's just it just shows. I think that right now, everyone's just about getting money and being the richest and having the most chains and being quote unquote the flyest, but viral. Um yeah, viral, having a moment, but no one's just trying to have like a career or, or have a great album. Yeah. I think you can tell in just the way music is put out, we're in a very we're heavy into a snippet culture. Yeah. I think artists are so unconfident in their music that they're they're dropping snippets to see if we like it or not. <laughs> that, that's what we're in. It's like, yeah. oh I wonder if they like this. You like it? You guys like it? Oh they like it. Oh, let's put it out. It's like it's a terrible place to be in musically. It's like, that's just why, drop that shit and stand on it. That's why I can appreciate, and this is going to come out of complete left field, but I think you'll feel me on this. I appreciate what Cardi's been doing. Oh, yeah. He's just been just dropping the songs I in mean, the videos. Cardi is a star, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you this much, man. Cardi almost made my list. Oh, oh, with all songs the that came out in the last <laughs> Three weeks month ago. of the year. Really? Three weeks literally, ago. Literally. Almost made my list. I was just like, I was like no, I, he's going to have a bigger 24. So I'm going to let it ride. And, and I was going to say, if that's what we have to look forward to, Cardi album is something I'm very much looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I think his, his last two were, again, genre shifting. Yes. We've talked about it on the show. They, they kind of signaled the end or the beginning of something that was about to happen. Die Lit was one. Uh, uh, um, whole lot of red lot was of red. the end of a something of something else. Mm-hmm. This to me, he's like he's taking thug cadences. He's back to he's back to being at the gas station. I'm like, okay, Rockstar era over. Now we are, you know, what yeah. he, what he's on now. I mean, whatever the fuck he's on. Yeah, like, <laughs> I couldn't even name it. I was like, <laughs> I, I guess the real gangster era because he's 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 trying to beef with everybody. I mean, I, from the the lyrics, but then you look at him, you're like. <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, man, Cardi is doing something amazing right now. I just even just like the way he's dropping music, just straight to YouTube, yeah. straight to Instagram. Like it's he, dope, and and the fans are actually the ones uh, that are uploading his music, and he's getting the, and he's getting a co-sign for. It. I think the Hood by Air video it wasn't didn't even premiere on his channel; it premiered on a fan's yeah. channel. No, that's yeah. that's like an opium channel oh, okay yeah, i thought that. it was a fan. Nah, so no, nah, that's like an opium label channel. I was like, what? the name is not. 
Yeah, Definitely so, not that. It's opium, opium, or something like that. Is it? Or it's like with two O's. It, it's he, the whole the O. Everything he got going on is new. It feels new, man. It feels good. I I, I must say, man. But that's what we're missing in 2023. Like, that's the conversation. Like, a lot of the stuff, like, people had the conversation this year that we talked about. There hasn't been a number one song this year in rap. It's the longest drought. It's a number one song. We talked about that, too. Yeah. That was just a a numbers game. Yeah. No one put anything out. Yeah. Like, it's like that that conversation. But I also think that, in a way, it goes hand in hand with the fact that if no one's putting anything out, it's because that... Nobody cared to. Nobody was trying yeah. to put out the best album at that point. The only person that I feel like actually cared this year was like Drake. That was the only person mm-hmm. that like kind of was just like, oh, my album's coming out. It's going to be an event. And he yeah. made it so. And it became an event. And he even dropped a deluxe. This is a motherfucker that don't ever drop fucking deluxe. I think with Drake, it's just like Drake's Drake. So it's yeah. going to be an event every time. But I'm looking for the new one, man. I think he's still from the generation of the past where it's like, I want to mm-hmm. be the best. Yeah. Who wants to be the best? I don't know if. Uzi wants to be the best. I don't know if, you know, um, and, and Uzi probably is not the best example because I think he's a great rapper and he's yeah. talented in his own right. But I'm looking for that new star, man. I think there's a lot of kids in rap who are making a lot of money, but they're not, the skill ain't there. Yeah. And, and the, the, the the thirst for it, the hunger for more. Like, yeah. I, I hate to be like one of them old dudes in the studio. No, it's, it's real. Like, we got to take this shit back to the essence. Like, are you better than them? Are you making better songs than them? Like, show me. That's why I could look at somebody like, remember the game and how the yeah. game, everyone talked about how the game would just like rap like other people. And I was like, but I was just showing like his, it, like he had influences and he just wanted to be so much of a, of a student of the game, so to speak, no pun mm. intended, that he wanted to just do something different every time. Like I could say like legitimately when he makes albums and shit, it's because he's trying to like, you might not like it. It might be full of, you know, full of stories and anecdotes that you don't want to, you don't listen to, but he's at least trying. Yeah. And that was like the last one of the last rappers that came from like a he's like two generations behind now, huh? But it's like he's still trying to do that. He's still mm-hmm. trying to give you those 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 experiences. But um speaking of experiences, we talked about music videos like off 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 show a couple of days ago. You were like, What were the best music videos of the year? And I promise you, I was like dumbstruck. I was like, I don't even fucking The kids don't make music videos no more. <laughs> and if they do, it's like very low like low quality like low rent like one of my favorite videos and i and i forgot to fucking mention this too the sprinter video was one of my favorite videos of the sprinter. year oh oh yeah that reminded me of like an early yeah, yeah, 90s video. video that was a good video um also one that didn't make the list that i thought it was really good this year was a uh, pair sexist i forget the name of the song but it was like this it was like this video where the it was all shot from the perspective of a bullet it okay. was like traveling, follow, like chasing this guy. They took the corn freak on a leash. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they did. And I know I saw that from somewhere, but that was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, videos ran, but you know, you had Drake and the first person shooter video. That's probably one of the greatest videos ever. Yeah, that video's fire. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Gibson Hazard. I think that was a great um, use of his skill. Mm-hmm. I think he's been mostly known as like. But the Gunners guy. You said what? He's been Gunners guy, right? Yeah, has he done good? Yeah, he, he did uh, Money on My Head. He did uh, what's the song from Wanna? The single from Wanna. He did both singles from Wanna. He did uh, the, the Skybox. The, yes, he did Skybox. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I always knew him as like the guy who shot like tour visuals and okay. like he had that kind of vibe to him. Like he, yeah. that's how he started off doing a lot of this shit. But to see him do like a Drake video and just do it to that level was really dope. Because his his visual style is very much kinetic. It's very much yeah. like video gamey. Yeah. And that's what like that's what kind of gets people going. It's like I will call his videos like Fortnite type videos because they're just so 
expressive and there's just so it's much funny. shit going on they, they really are to me it's, it's yeah. like there's so much shit going on like that last part of the first person shooter video looked like at the Fortnite festival carnival mm. like like the performance shit that they yeah. do like that's what it looked like to me but the michael jackson influences that you might not get on the first than the first hit but it's like that's for us those yeah. are for the people that seen it and for the kids it's, it's like the, the office uh references in the video like yeah. there was there was a lot of like bridging the gap there that i really that i really enjoyed and speaking of bridging the gap, you put Victoria Monet's video for "On oh My Mama" in there yeah. as well. That's another bridge the gap video. They're dressed like 2004, 2005, Snap era. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texas influence in it, uh, Charlie Boy in it, like yeah. great fucking video. I mean, the choreography went viral. Choreography was crazy. Went viral as you mentioned. Took moments that happened from TikTok and yeah. remember with the grandmothers yeah. and put that in the video in some way. I think that was really dope, man. Then even just like the stuff around the video, like the BTS footage that you mm-hmm. saw her dancing and the choreographer in the back shouting at her. And yeah. It's just moments like that. I was like, oh, this is a moment. Um, she put so, out a how-to video also. Oh, I see. I missed that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think um, that was a moment. Yeah. A video moment. Um, that reminds me of like back in the day when you had, you know, 106 and Park, TRL. Yeah. Making the video vibes. Yeah. Um, and Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Oh no no! I was I was definitely agreeing. I think Victoria Monet. I think this was by far one of Victoria Monet's biggest singles. And I think music wise, when you talk about artists that are actually taking this thing serious, one of the bigger moments that we talked about on the Black Print was Victoria Monet being a little bit upset of how MTV um, approached her regarding her performance. Now she's about to have a big night as far as the Grammys. She's nominated yeah. for a lot of big categories. Boy, they look silly. I'll say that they look. Yeah. I was like, they look kind of silly for doing that. But I mean, they could have been first. Uh, yeah. For in all honesty, but. I think Victoria Monet, to her credit, this year made a lot out of very little that she received. Like, I feel like she had really great videos. That wasn't just the only video she had. Like, she had the video with Buju Bantan that was really good. Mm-hmm. She had the joint with um, what's his name? Lucky Day. Lucky Day that was really good. Very creative, and she she carried a visual style throughout it. The seventies kind of look of it. It looked very vintage, and I, and even the album reflects that. But on my mama, one of my favorite songs of the year, one of my favorite videos of the year. I had to make sure that I was like, oh yeah, that was that was one of the ones this year, and I and I thought that was you know a, a, a crowning achievement of, of somebody that made a lot out of out of you know not what people would expect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, following up on that, Metro Boomin, what can we say about this guy that we haven't already said? Uh, Grammy nominated album, yes, this year, uh, uh, Red Bull Symphonic concert kind of crazy thing mm-hmm. amazon he did the amazon yes. live thing that was a huge fucking moment this year i, I watched that whole hour-long thing on youtube but also the shepherd and one of the composers for spider-man uh you know beyond, uh, across the spider-verse this yeah. year was in the sh- movie was, too was in the movie yeah. i remember when his part comes up i nudge my wife i said that's metro boomin like mm-hmm. I, that was like, <laughs> like that's that's metro boomin that was his voice that was because again, it's it's like yeah. us being up there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like that that was that was that was representation on another level that was just so fucking cool. He had his own spider and everything. But branching off of that, one of the best soundtracks in the past oh, four man. or five years. It's crazy, I, and I didn't expect it, but um, but yeah, he he actually stood and delivered. Um, mm-hmm. love the song with Coyle Ray, one of my favorite songs of the year. Um, nonviolent communication with fucking ASAP Rocky and Twenty One Savage Blake. and James Blake, like. <laughs> Great fucking record. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Those bigger think... amp records too. We played. We played that a lot on Amp. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah. He he just like and, you know Metro's like one of those guys like of this generation who wants to be the best. Yeah. <laughs> and he shows in his output and just the way he he kind of puts himself out there. And um, this was just one of those moments, man. I think one of the biggest movies of the year. 
Um, and he stood and delivered one of the best soundtracks of the year. No cuss words on the album. Crazy. Zero. He got he had he got two two very big milestones. Future not cussing. That's one. Mm-hmm. And Lil Wayne to stay on topic. Yeah. Almost too on topic. <laughs> if you, if you listen to the verse, like I'm like, all right. With the spider puns, they get like he's going too on, on on topic with that shit. But again, it's a, it's a kid's soundtrack that you could you could literally just play it. You know what I mean? There's nothing really like bad in the album. There's no parental advisory sticker on it. The beats are crazy. Mm-hmm. They they play throughout the mu the, the movie as well. So like when you listen to the movie, I think the soundtrack had released the day of the movie, so I hadn't actually heard it because oh, okay. you, you couldn't hear it until it came out after. And I was like, wow, they actually implemented the songs in the movie really really amazing. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was dope. Yep. Yeah. No. He he absolutely did. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we don't have those moments anymore where it's like a great movie, great soundtrack, mm-hmm. and like now you have that that audio to carry you on and yeah. remind you of the movie and, and make you harken back to it. So it was dope, man. I, I was really proud of just what he put out there. Um, and you know, I was just excited, man. It made me it made me enjoy the movie that much more. Yeah. Yeah. And here's to here's to hoping that they invite him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever the new one comes out, we're probably gonna wait another five years. That no, I heard it's supposed real. to come out real soon because they they just start working on it. Uh, well, I heard they. I thought they had worked on it at the same time as the first one. That's nah, what they did. The two be continued they, shit. They uh they were supposed to work on it. They split the movies in half during COVID. Mm. They hadn't started on the on the second part because okay. they were only working on the first part, and they just started working on the first part. They say like a month ago, uh, okay. and it's holiday, so it's like that shit ain't coming out for a while. That that's. That's frustrating to hear because like a lot of people forgot that it was supposed to be two parts, and then you see the two be continue, and you're like, oh well, fuck, what the fuck they're gonna do next? Yeah. But speaking of next on the list, we're gonna get to the culture side of it. I, I there's one in particular that everyone's talking about when they see the list. I feel like it's the first thing that people's eyes gravitate to. Huh. I don't know how it, how it's happened. Like it's the first thing that Mark saw, first thing that I saw, uh, Ozempic. Man, being on the list <laughs> big year for the big o um, oh 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 yeah ozempic had a year. and it's crazy because you know it's, it's ozempic is a diabetes drug yes but um somehow along the way people found out that it was really uh just it was really good for weight loss yeah it, and it, it suppresses your appetite yeah it suppresses your appetite and you know just a ton of people ended up taking this for weight loss and it's funny i remember one day like this is guy Michael. I forget his last name. He's like a marketing guy. Um, I forget who he works for. Actually, just he has good tweets. Mm-hmm. I'll link him in Dubai or something when we put this out. But he had mentioned he had, he was talking about Olympic on his Twitter. He was like, "Man, I heard it's like a um, there's like a black market for Olympic now. Like, oh, how wow. much is it going for in the black market?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you want to know? Because it's like fifteen hundred a shot." No, yeah. Fifteen hundred shots going for. I mean, I don't know if it's if they flooded the market yet, but when he asked, that's how much it was because I knew somebody who was selling them. Um, and you know that was earlier in the year, might have been like February, March, and just to see just the you know different celebrities coming out saying they're on it and yeah. or it not just, saying they're on it. Yeah, but, just showing up one day, <laughs> fifty no, pounds lighter. But there's people who are actually admitting to it, and I don't want to put anybody's business out here because even if you admitted to it, I think that's probably not the best thing to admit to. Yeah, but. I mean, if you take a look around, man, if you see anyone drop drastic weight in the last six months, I they're have, probably on the big O. I have seen so many of some of my favorite like follows, just like models and like and stuff like that. Like yeah. some of them plus size models, right? They'll they'll disappear for a couple of weeks and then their autumn their fitness influences all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, okay. Well, when did and then they're like, oh, I did this all because I was working out. I'm like, no. 
Nah. <laughs> There's a few people who hit me up and was like, yo, they want I, I want to do an interview about Ozempic. I just got to get my questions and, and my mind in the right place. <laughs> Where's your mind at where it's not in the right place? I mean, I, it's just, I just want to get like a list of questions and just because I'm concerned. <laughs> I think in a few years, it's going to be like a, a federal uh, class action lawsuit where yeah. it's like, did you take Ozempic in 2023? Because we, we, we don't know what happens to people that don't have diabetes down the line. Yeah. We just don't know, period. These yeah. drugs people will be on. We don't know what the side effects are. Has one thing that's bothered me, and like I don't know if if you've necessarily thought of this or this is something that 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 you know has come to mind. I remember there being such a you know body image is obviously a huge thing in society right now, yeah. clearly in every community. Remember when like back in the day it was all about being skinny, yeah. and then it was J Lo's butt, and I really don't even feel like J Lo's butt was like the thing that made everyone want to butt. Kim Kardashian probably was like the the closest thing to that, and then Absolutely. everyone wanted to be thick. Now it's kind of I'm seeing it kind of go back to people like oh, yeah. going back to that. Is that kind of concerning to you? Because it's kind of concerning to me, where it's just like it's not concerning to me. I think it's just the ebb and flow of culture, yeah. um, and just beauty more than anything. Yeah. Um, I, it's funny because you look at it from like a a health and just the generation that's coming up, and it's like you don't want them to. You know, there's a time where you know with this the skinny period where yeah. it's like so many people like eating disorders yeah. and kids, not even people, kids, teenagers. So you definitely don't want that to be a thing. Um, but I, for me, I think, like I said, it's the ebb and flow. Um, you know, people are going to want different things. Yeah. But I do see it now. I see the skinny BBL. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, even Kim Kardashian, I think she's a good barometer for it. Her whole family is like, Chloe's probably the best barometer. Yeah. So at one point she was skinny, then she wanted to be thick. Now she's back skinny. And it's like, how are you doing this? Yeah. Is that, and is, is that like, and is this healthy? Yeah. Like, um, see, that's interesting, man. I think as a society, we're, we're looking towards the skinny, like all the, the IG star tenders, they're all getting skinny now. <laughs> somebody, somebody said in one of the comments, cause there were, there was this, there's this, um, influencer that I follow. She said like, I got this body without Ozempic or some shit like that. And somebody, they were in their, their, in their her comments being like, yo, like that's not kind of like fucked up. Some people like actually like use that for like, weight loss and shit like that so people have like actual yeah. things that, that prevent them from losing weight by by going to the gym and somebody left a comment saying a pog today is a bbw in 2005 i guess pog I was, is such a weird term for i was me. like yo pog. what is wrong with pog? Pog, pog is a terrible term <laughs> never i've never been a fan of that term <laughs> pog sounds like them things you used to play at those little circle things Pogs. There are pogs, right? POG, like yeah. them, them joints, them yeah. little only pog I the slammer. Ah, yeah, that's the only one I acknowledge. <laughs> the slammer. Yeah. You just released a new episode on Spotify, but don't just release episodes. Stand out on the world's most popular listening platform, wherever your show is hosted, with Spotify for podcasters. So don't just publish a podcast. Guide listeners to recommended content, featured episodes, and more. Don't just talk to your listeners. Use Q&As and polls to engage fans where they already are. Don't just check your stats. Find out where on Spotify you're being discovered and more. Tap a global audience of over 500 million. Then turn those listeners into fans with Spotify for podcasters. Uh, also on here, I had to put this on there because, you know, I, I got to I, I have to oh, wrongly rep Zeus wherever I go. I'm actually shocked Baddies isn't on here. I, I, I'm, I forgot to even mention. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> 
Blueface and Krishan. I barely even watch them, but they just all in my face everywhere the fuck I go. It's like it's polarizing. Crazy. Polarizing. What's polarizing. Again? Absolutely. Um, Blueface is circus. Um, he just and her, and it's just a lot going on. Man. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't even know what to say. Then he brings other people into it. He just brought Offset into yeah, it. Yeah, brought other day. Offset like, into oh, it. What the fuck? Um, got his wife, Jaden, or fiance, whatever the fuck they are. It's a TV show. It is a TV show. It, Hopefully, they capitalize on it the right way and get the cameras on it. But he has a new show coming out on Zeus top of next year, where he's looking for the next female rap star. And mm-hmm. I honestly feel like this is a bad move for Zeus. I mean, it's everything a, they he's do. He's a little Barry Gordy in it. It's a bad move because. You're opening up the opportunity for again the, the hysteria around him. You seen the the blue face show that he had, where yeah. where Krishan comes from. Yeah, yeah. It was all fades all day. Yeah, well, honestly, and that's why he's such a fucking genius. But with, he had the show before Zeus. He did, yes. Yeah, he had the show on like just OnlyFans and Ticket to Zeus. But this was a this was a time when he put that show out before Josh, where it was like people weren't as bold and and crazy as they are now. Mm. I feel like somebody's gonna try and do something crazier. The top Krishan or the top whatever it is on that show, and I I, I just got bad vibes. I'm a watch, but I got bad vibes about this show. I mean, we'll see, man. I think he 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 can he can give a hit. <laughs> yeah, in more ways in more ways than one. On, yeah. man, chill out. <laughs> in more ways than one. Yeah, chill out. I watch the show. <laughs> I listen to the music. The little what's the Barbie? The song is good. Barbie's so, all right. Hey, there's a one record, one Blueface record that gets played a lot from these past two weeks I've been in LA. Soak City Remix, I've heard at least like 10 times. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Three Cent Baby. Come on. Inglewood. <laughs> oh, my God. But I, I want to go with the negativity. Yeah. I want to go positive here. Uh, our, our, a good friend of ours made a huge, 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 you know, cultural, you know, he's he just been doing all types of crazy yeah. stuff, man. Uh, our, our guy, Trevon Edwards, man. Wrap it up for him, man. On, man. Um, Hold on, let me let me let me grab yeah, get the, the random let me, let me applause. Grab the Come applause on. for him, bro. There you go. Innovator of the year. Yeah. According to Ad Color. Yeah. Um, shout out to Trayvon. Um, had a huge year just from you know all the stuff he's been doing at Widen. Mm-hmm. Um, the McDonald's All American uh, work. Yeah. Um, you know even just the community work that he's been doing. Absolutely. Um, wrote a book this year. Um, I think he just he's one of those guys in culture who. I kind of look up to and, yeah. and pay attention to and, 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 and just always tap in with yeah. just cause I know he has his pulse. He, he, he has his hand on the pulse of culture and he understands what's going on from the music to the streets, to the corporate world and tech and video games and basketball sports, yeah. everything in between. So, um, I was super proud to see him get that award this year. Um, I think, you know, well-deserved. Um, he's absolutely an innovator yeah. in, in the advertising space. And, um, I think seeing that inspires a generation behind him. Absolutely. And and I think that's what's needed. I think you need kids to see themselves and see people like them and see people who come from places like them. And, and you know, to see him go up to across that stage and accept his award and a pair mm-hmm. of chucks. Like, <laughs> just, come on, man. Like, that's just, that's culture. So um, I had to put him on the list this year. Super proud of my guy. Um, and just, you know, excited to see what's next for him. Me too. I think this is just the beginning. Um, you know, I think I, I would hope... Um, that anyone that's on this list from the Elliot Wilsons to the Trayvons to the Blueface and Krishans, like coming off this list, you parlay this into something even bigger. Make me look like Josh Thomas. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want 
whatever blue face and Christian parlay into, it will not be. Hey man, they might fuck around. And, they might fuck around and do a movie. <laughs> could be could be a hit. But, Another one. But for for Trayvon, like if if and I say this, if anyone's ever had the pleasure of like sitting down and having a conversation with his brother, like do so. Or if you have already done so, you've probably walked away with it with a better viewpoint on life, just in general. I'm glad to be able to have his number just if I just have a question, if I just want to ask him something or just to say, what's up? You know what I mean? Like he's somebody that always has a gym or always has something to, uh, to offer or provide that will better your life. And you know, they, they, you know, that is something that I look up to same as Josh, you know, just from innovation, but just being a good person. And so shout out to, shout out to you, Trevon. Congratulations to you as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, you made it on the list. Of course, but not not Steelo Brim. Come on, man. <laughs> Chill out. Right. Steelo Brim just opened up a restaurant out here, so I gotta go try it soon. Yeah, th- I mean that might be his way in. Where where is it at? Uh, I'm not sure the area. It might be West Hollywood. I think it's called Linden. That's um, that's the MTV money. Yeah, right? he getting some. That's that's the MTV money. See, look uh, at that. Steelo Brim got robbed. Pinky Doll got robbed. This is just this is tough times. That's what I'm Damn. saying. Was she this year? Yes. See, it's crazy. Forgot about that. <laughs> it's crazy how that shit don't last. Like, shit, where the fuck is she now? She's still doing it. It's crazy. She's still she's doing. Forgot still all doing about that. I thought that was last year. No, she's See? she's she's still out there. Should we get to the misses or are we missing? Anything uh, else? I, I just want to say one more on the culture side podcast in general. Uh, Cameron and Mace, mm. huge huge uh, huge gift for them. Yes. Uh, Blog era podcast. Shout out to It's the Real Man. Shout out to those my guys. Um, those those are two you know undoubtedly two of my favorite podcasts of the year. Yep. Again, I think you could wrap up the Blog era in a bow. We don't have to talk about it no more after that podcast. <laughs> I, think, I think that's just it. They 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 gave the comprehensive guide to that, but. Um, yeah, let's get to the misses. Yeah, the misses. So, uh, Pinky Doll, I guess, was a miss. Yeah. To some people, not to me. She didn't deserve it. You got to sustain the year. That's the thing. You got to be, if you pop off in January, you got to keep that shit going to December. Yeah. Or you got to, you know, or wait your turn. Um, one big miss that I, I'm so mad I missed. My boy, Keith Lee. How'd you miss that? I don't know, man. I don't know. You know what it is, though? Towards the end of the year, he got a little corny. What? He went a little press run. I'm like, you doing what? complex eating chopped cheeses. Like, nigga, chopped cheeses are nasty, period. What? <laughs> chopped cheese and a, and a dish that you just go and order. But it, I had one. I, I don't even too. know where to start with you right so you now. like it better when he was underground? <laughs> Not even when he was underground. <laughs> I, just, I think, I don't know. I, you crazy. know what it is? It's when some people talk too much. It's like, you're doing a little too much talking. That's his job. Was, was was the Atlanta thing a little to bit too much? Maybe maybe come back a bit. Nah, but it's like when you did Breakfast Club, and it's like, and then it's just a super positive. There, yeah, I, I will I say, walk with God. I will say like, the super positive shit get on my nerves. It's like, nigga, you should food, <laughs> which I appreciate. I like the positivity in food. I like when you tipping ten thousand dollars and paying I'm not, rent. And I'm not shit. gonna lie, bro. Stop stop saying God bless you, bro. I don't stop mind all that when it's when you in the context of food and restaurants. But when you talk about people who who don't like what you're doing, I walk with God. It's just like chill out, bro. We all walk with God. He's with us all. He's on my shoulder right now. <laughs> He's right there on the other side, though. <laughs> but it's just I don't know. I, I think you know. I think just the end of this year, just like the, the it was so much press. I saw you sitting with Speedy. You sitting with everybody. I'm just it's like it's a press. He he's he has representation. Yeah, yeah I think that's clear. That that's how he's getting these looks. But they might be prepping for the show and, that he's and, coming out with. And and I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't want to shit on nobody, but when he did um, we jamming at Flognaw, that was great. I hope they paid you well for that. 
because we jamming got some of the i'll fuck with chef courtney you know you're my guy i fuck with the cafe jamaican food could be hit or miss and this nigga was talking about this shit's fire i was like hold up man <laughs> hold on you sounded like uh ny resident meals talking about uh, uh he did it wrong he ain't do it new york the right way i, I he did la cool i just when uh, some reviews you'd be looking at with a side eye because you, were you really from the city and that was when I was like, eh, try, try. I just, guy. I just had a, I just had Jerk Wings Cafe the other day. Not bad, not bad. Jerk Wing Cafe. I don't know if I had that. Where's that at? It was kind of close. It was called on Uber Eats. It was called the Jamaican Jerk, and then when I typed it in uh, Max, it was called Jerk Wings Cafe. Ah, uh, is right that somewhere in the valley? Yeah, it's in the valley. Oh, yeah. I know. I seen on, I seen on Uber Eats before. I've never ordered it before. Is it a ghost kitchen? Did it actually have a storefront? No, no. They had a whole, they had a whole storefront. It was an interesting looking building. Uh, we had to go in because on Uber Eats the oxtail plate was like fifty dollars. We were like, "You are wilding." But I told in, you in, in store it was different. Don't order oxtail. On Uber. Well, this is my thing, bro. <laughs> I'm a, you want to go to get some Jamaican food in, in, in your area? I'm gonna send you a spot eight seven six. That's the only. That's the only place to go to to get Jamaican food. Anything no else? No gatekeep. I might want that tonight. Eight seven six. I might want okay. that tonight. I've been big on Mongolian barbecue lately. Oh, yeah, that's a good spot. That's a good spot on Burbank. That's really good. But um. But yeah, man, Keith Lee, big miss for me. Um, another one was um, No Free Coffee. Shout out to Marios, my guy. Yes, um, sir. Opened up a store in Japan, opened up the Nashville's uh, uh, store. I don't know how I missed him. He uh, did He did it all this year, too. Yeah, he like, went up this year. Did the Complex Con. Uh, not Complex Con. He did uh, Family Style. Family Style, yeah. Um, did a Converse collab. I what know. I love seeing from him is like how he how he like will post pictures of how he designs the 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 uh the storefronts. Mm. Like those are always really cool to see. Like yep. he's a, he's such a talented brother. We had him on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. You look back in our archives. Archives. He was on amp during a during a fucking snow. Uh, I know. A storm. Yeah. Not a snowstorm. Yep. A, a real storm. Uh, you know. Shout out to him. We got to have him back on. Yeah, yeah. We got to get him back on. We can talk here. about the snub. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the snub? Sure, why not, man? Well, we got to get resort to them. I embrace the fire. <laughs> we got to get resort to them. Yeah, we should. Um, another one I missed this year was Offset. I feel like Offset had a, you know, the album wasn't my favorite, but I just think just the performances was the thing I yeah. missed. The, all the, the Michael Jackson callbacks, the dancers on stage with him. Um, loved his TikTok performance. Yeah. He went crazy. <laughs> I, I think... We talked earlier about people who were very much into making a great album. Mm. And I think he was one of those artists that yep. you were talking about that was like so into making a great project. Now, I feel the same way as you. It wasn't sequenced the best. It could have been it could have been shorter. I thought there was it was it was a lot of fluff on it, but it was still solid. And I yep. still I, st- I still I spun it for about 2 weeks, which yeah. is longer than most things. I think he he really showed us this year that he wants to be an artist. Yep. And I would love to see what he does next in 2024. Yeah, well, I heard he's dropping an album this year too. Um, so looking forward I, to that. I hope so. Yeah. Um, another one that I missed. I, I'm so 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 sad. I missed this one. <laughs> Your album of the year. My album of the year, Don Tolliver. I don't know. I'm still. I listened to that on the way here. Yeah. Still great fucking project. Um, was a great feature across other people's projects, yep. Offset's Offset. projects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Don is just one of those generational talents. Um, excited to see what he does next. Um, but you did a really dope. Experience, experiential, yeah, thing with him work as well. with him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put out, helped him put out his uh, Love Sick movie on Amazon Prime currently. Yep, um, did a, a screening event, 
uh, Q&A with him and some fans. Really dope. Um, yeah, man, Don had a great year. Um, he was a part of my year, so, yeah, you know, it helped me have a great year. And I wouldn't have expected Lovesick to be as good as it was. Like, I, I liked the last joint. It was cool. I, I spun it for a while. It was like a pandemic album. So it was like, yeah. again, it reminds you of those times. But this one was like special. Like from the features to the production to the story that it tells throughout it. Yeah. Really, really great. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I have a new obses- obsession with the song every week. This week is the Brent Fire song. Listen yeah. to that a whole lot this week. There's a lot of really great records on that on that album. Yeah, no, I think, you know, that was one I really, really sad I missed because that was my album of the year for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what's the last miss? Um, the last miss is it's controversial in my mind and heart, but um, I think he had a big year. Tizo touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Dogs will beat us. Yeah, put out a great project. Was featured on Drake's project, Don Tolliver's project. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was he on this year? He's on a couple of projects this year. Tyler was last. Tyler was last year, was but last yeah, year, no, yeah. Don or Tizo was everywhere. Featured on oh Travis Scott's project. Oh yeah, he was Travis Scott's project on Travis Scott's tour. Um. Had a very consistent look throughout the year. Yes, stood on that look. Nails in his hair, post-it football notes, pads. football football pads, um, <laughs> the mattress. Yeah, just it's really cool, man. It's good to see new storytelling in hip hop. New looks, new I, visuals. Yeah, new looks, new visuals. Like he's another one. He's like one of those kids carrying the torch for the next generation. Um, just wish he rapped more. I think that would make me just turn the corner with him a little bit more. But man, it's not for everybody. But um, I mean, luckily I'm having great top song. ten record this year. Oh man, top ten record this this decade. Off a bonus, mm-hmm. off a yeah, deluxe. deluxe. That's the crazy <laughs> part about it. I'm like, that should have been the full album. That yeah. should have a video and everything. Exactly. How'd y'all miss that? You I know what know. I mean? Like that was a that was a record that on the album would have would have catapulted yeah. it. Like it would have been unassailable at that point. I will say that the Love Six Deluxe has some heaters on there because Embarrassed with Travis Scott is that was good. Is one of the ones. Mm-hmm. It was um, rare, really good deluxe. Which yeah. was, have you noticed that there's been less deluxes this year? Yeah, has there been? I feel I like, like everybody doing the deluxe. I think that's just a part of the cycle. Yeah, I feel like there has. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll name a miss. Hmm. Hot tub streams. Not for me. Uh, st- I'm still learning what that is. <laughs> honestly, Twitch. I mean, you brought up you brought you brought up people that don't uh, last from January to December. Wasn't uh, wasn't Bobby this year, 2023? Oh, yeah. Oh, Bobby Althoff. I was about to say, who the fuck is Bobby? I thought about Schmerder, too. I was like, yeah, he's in Dubai right now <laughs> with, some, with some busted joints. Yeah, Bobby Althoff. Yeah, she didn't last. Oh, man. What the fuck is she doing now? I, I think she's still doing the pod. Hey, man. But she's only talking to white folk. Didn't last. That's crazy. Yo, Drake ended her career. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Drake nuts. ended her career. Hey, man, that's how it goes sometimes. That's what happens. Hey, shout out Drake. If they ain't like your album, we like that move. That, yeah. that was a good move right there. But another year done, Josh, yeah. ASF list. How you feeling? I feel great, man. I was just telling somebody the other day, like, um, next year's list will be the best one yet. Okay. I'm doing a, um, I'm doing a book for sure. Um, Going to do an award show. I'm just putting it out there. Um, it'll be something in the flesh possibly sending around some physical awards to people yeah um i've been like plotting on this idea for a little bit of time but i think next year's a year i do it um so i'm gonna really buckle down and make sure that happens hey we can definitely get like a yearbook we cannot wait to see that shit that's mm-hmm. gonna be dope you were talking about this idea for a while and and you know i want to see it come to fruition mm-hmm. yeah no and i think for me it's just like the progression of this whole list thing i think you know anybody could do a list and i encourage all you guys to do a list but um, the reason why I do it is just to really honor the people that inspired us throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think the, the, 
the best way to do that is to to make it some type of physical form. So that's the next step. Absolutely. Thank you to everyone that listens. Shout out to everybody that made the list. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody that missed the list. <laughs> including Keith Lee. We still got to talk about that. Hey, man. Uh, but hey, thank you guys for listening to this ASF special edition kind of B-sides-y version of The Black Print. We'll be right back with you guys for the next episode of The Black Print coming out a little bit later this week. It's New Year's. Give us some time. But we also got to get to uh, be, uh, the Throwblacks. So oh, yeah. Throwblacks is happening this this month in, in January. Um, speaker box love below. And I guess we'll have a list of other things we're going to be doing for Throwblacks this year. I, 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 the thing about Speaker Boss Love Below, it's just so fucking long, bro. Hey, man. It's gotta long, get to it. It's a long album, bro. But we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, we'll, we'll have a release date for that uh, for you guys within the coming days. So uh, thank you guys for listening. For Josh and Mark, I'm J5. We'll see you guys later on The Black Print. Peace.